you're listening to the Delta Godcast, a devotional and conversational podcast for Christian youth. Hello, my name is Jin Ho Park and I am a Delta Yonok leader. Today we're going to be looking into the book of Job and we're going to start from chapter 1 verse 1 and I'll be reading from the ESV. Here we go. There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job and that man was blameless and upright, one who feared God and turned away from evil. There were born to him seven sons and three daughters. He possessed 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, and 500 female donkeys, and very many servants, so that this this man was the greatest of all the people of the east. His sons used to go and hold a feast in the house of each one on his day, and they would send and invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. And when the days of the feast had run their course, Job would send and consecrate them, and he would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, It may be that my children have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus Job did continually. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came along with them. The Lord said to Satan, From where have you come? Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth, and from walking up and down on it. And the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for no reason? Have you not put a hedge around him and his house and all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. But stretch out your hand and touch all that he has, and he will curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your hand. Only against him do not stretch out your hand. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. Now there was a day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house. And there came a messenger to Job and said, The oxen are plowing and the donkeys feeding beside them. And the Sabians fell upon them and took them and struck down the servants with the edge of the sword. And I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was yet speaking, there came another and said, The fire of God fell from heaven and burned up the sheep and the servants. And consumed them, and I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was yet speaking, there came another and said, The Chaldeans formed three groups and made a raid on the camels and took them and struck down the servants with the edge of the sword, and I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was yet speaking, there came another and said, Your sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house, and behold, a great wind came across the wilderness and struck the four corners of the house, and it fell upon the young people, and they are dead, and I alone have escaped to tell you. Then Job arose and tore his robe and shaved his head and fell on the ground and worshipped. And he said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this, Job did not sin or charge God with wrong. And so, in this verse, in this, in this book, um, it kind of gives us a glimpse, uh, more than any other book in the Bible, of the greatness and um, the majesty of God. And um, it it kind of helps us to desperately need to what well, it kind of helps us to for us to see what we desperately need to see, and that God is not just another man, um, great in power and authority, whom we call and uh, influence and command. And God is not a heavenly help a bellboy, ready to run into command. No, God is um, He's in charge, and He always will be. And um, if we're going to deal with uh, realistically with life, um, this that's the way we have to see him. And so um, we sometimes hear that this book of Job is 
um, recording like a great battle between God and Satan, then Job is caught in between. But um, although there are aspects of a battle, of a war, it's kind of strange because um, there's no war where one side has to ask the other side for permission to attack because that's not really considered a war. And so just imagine we're at war and there's two generals and then another uh, one general comes up to the other and says, is it okay if I bomb you on this day at this time and wreck all your plans? It's just unrealistic. It's not, that's not a war. And so, um, <clears throat> but yet that's the situation that we have in Job, in the book of Job. And so Satan comes to God and he asks permission. Um, Satan asks God for permission to do something against Job. And so that's not a battle. That's not warfare. It's a test. And, um, that is, that's what we need to see. And so Job's faith is the subject, basically. Um, and it's going to be put into a very rigorous test. And Satan is the one who per, who brings it, but God is the one who permits it. And so, um, <clears throat> you know, sometimes you may even think about, like, if you were put in Job's shoes, um, but what's going on behind the scenes of... Um, what is Satan kind of saying about me? Um, and what's he doing to try to get to me? And like, is he asking permission to get to me? And so, like, for us, it's um, it's not something to worry about. It's uh, it's we live one day at a time because Satan doesn't have, he can't take an action against us without asking for God's permission. And so, this book, um, if it it tells us that if Satan did have his way. You know, every one of us would be um, in such a difficult life. You know, Satan would tear us apart. He would um, he would have free reign over us and just attacking us left, right, and center. And not because he's angry with us, but because he wants to get at God. And, you know, the best way to get at God would be to attack us, God's creation. And, you know, God that who we serve. And so, but... It's not something that we should worry about because God's protecting hand is over us. And um, we can sit here and really have this kind of peace and enjoyment um, because uh, God's hand is basically like the hedge and it's protecting us and it's giving us great and wonderful things. And so, you know, that's why instead of having like an attitude of, oh my gosh, you know, being always ready to be attacked or, or worrying about every day, we should have a an attitude of basically saying thank thank god for what i have you know thank god for where i am and who i am now and so and whatever the future may hold only he knows um because he's the one that's in control so even of satan and you know if it holds um some kind of testing it's only because uh paul reminded us back in corinthians that um he will not let you t be tempted beyond what you can bear and that's first corinthians 10 verse 13 or chapter 10 verse 13 it says he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear and so god knows he knows what we can bear he knows that um you know what what we can handle what our limits are and he won't put us to the test to the point where it'll just absolutely destroy our faith in him why would he do that right and so um but there are implications and in every test that goes far beyond the superficial aspects of the situation and so that's what we need to remember and you know as we read more of this book and how it unfolds 
we'll see some of the things that God really brought to the attention of Job and how Job responds. And so we have to be like Job as well, where you know, no matter how many hits we take, that we don't give up, we don't renounce our faith in God, and we don't charge God or blame Him for wrongdoing, you know, because God trusts us. He loves us. He created us. Why would He want us to be tempted? Why would He want us to be um, to fail? You know, it's just He He would only want us to see us fail because it would make us stronger. And so, um, I hope that you may take this passage and really take it to heart and um, continue to read more about Job because he's a very interesting character in the Bible. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. The Lord be with you in everything you do for the glory of God.